Welcome to the Moses Lake Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. This episode is a message brought to our church by a guest speaker. We hope that it is a blessing to you, and we would love to hear how God has used it in your life. Tonight, just briefly, I want to have you turn in your Bible to Luke chapter number 6. Luke chapter 6. I've been studying this out, and... I've read my Bible a bunch, but it just something special happens when you dig deep and you start looking at all the words, and, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to dig too deep, but I'm just going to give you some of the gleanings that I've got from uh, Luke chapter 6. You know this is the sermon where Jesus is given all those, those uh, beatitudes and, and, and communicating uh, blessings, and, and uh, really the, the, the message is about treatment of others, the spiritual science of treating others with the golden rule. And I have three very simple points for you. When you're treating other people, it's about who you are. It's about how you are. And it's about why you are. And so there's my outline. That's my outline. It's done. Now I'm just going to get right into the Bible. And uh, let's take a look. Luke chapter 6. Look at Jesus' words. I love my master. I love him. Look, look what he says. Just amazing words that... Are, are truly heavenly and spiritual and godly. He says in Luke 6, 27, he says, but I say, un, I say unto you which hear, love your enemies. Anybody have a hard time loving their enemies? I know I do in my flesh. And Jesus says, I want you to love your enemies. Do good to them which hate you. Now that's hard to do, man. I can't do that in my flesh. I want to do good in a different way to my enemies, right? I want to come off the top ropes and, and really slam a jamma, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but Jesus, he's so sweet and, and knows how to keep us in holiness and in purity. He says, I want you to do them good that hate you. He says, I want, you to, I want you to bless them that curse you. I mean, next time the guy's cussing you out and flipping you off when you're going down the road or taking your space in line or he's kind of like, well, you're not wearing a mask or you're not doing this and he's kind of getting at you. I want you just to be like, you know, Jesus said, bless them that curse you. Bless you. You know, do one of those things, right? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, bless them which curse you. Then he says, pray for them which despitefully use you. And really, we're going to get into this here in a second, but all of this stuff keeps you in holiness. It keeps you in purity. It keeps you in a sweet spirit. And Jesus is telling us how to live a proactive, godly lifestyle. He goes on to say, and unto him that smiteth thee on the, the, on the one cheek also, he says, he says, cheek offer also the other. And him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take away thy coat also. That's a challenge, isn't it? I mean, if somebody comes up and, and insults you, go ahead and let them insult you in another area as well, right? That's very challenging to do. He says, he goes on to say, give to everyone that asketh of thee and unto him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. So he's saying, I want you to go ahead and give to somebody that asks. Are you seeing that little fly? Yeah, I'm feeling it, you know. Uh, but he says, and to him that taketh away, Thy goods, ask them not again. I have a lot of questions I asked the Lord in this passage. Like, why? How? What's the purpose in there? As you keep reading, he says, and as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. That's the golden rule, right? He says, you know, how, however you want men to do to you, I want you to treat people that way. Don't treat people the way they're treating you. Don't let your character be determined by their behavior. I want your behavior 
to influence them. I want your character to come out and cause them to realize who you are. He goes on to say, and ye that, and if ye love them which love you, what thank have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. And if ye so, uh, if you do good to them which do good to you, what thank have ye? For sinners also uh, do even the same. And if ye lend to them which uh, of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners receive uh, to receive as much again. So he he just made, he gave a three point sermon right there. Right? He just said, hey, listen, listen. If you just love people that love you, I'm not going to thank you for that. Right? Sinners do that. And if, and if all, he goes on to say, and if all you do is good to those people that do good to you, that's quid pro quo type of love. That's not real biblical love. That's just, okay, we're neighborly Philadelphia kind of love. You know, we're just scratching each other's back type of love. And if all you do is, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, please and thank you, salute, give respect to those that give respect to you, that's not really thankworthy in God's eyes. He's saying sinners do that kind of stuff. I'm calling you to a beyond this world is what he's getting at. And he goes on to say, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to love your enemies. Do good and lend hoping for nothing again. I want you to live in such a radical love, such a radical lifestyle that it's not contingent upon other people's kindness. I don't care if they cut you off. I don't care if they curse you out. I don't care if they take advantage of you. I still want you to be calm, cool, and collected. I still want you to love, bless, and do them good because it's not about their treatment of you. Are you listening? It's about who you are, which determines how you treat others. He goes on to say, in verse number 35, he says, but love your enemies, do good, lend hoping for nothing again. People don't have to do anything good to you again for you to love them, right? If they don't come back to my church, I'm still called to love them. If they don't sign the contract, I'm still called to love them. If they don't frequent my business or they walk away from me, my job is still to love them. And he goes on to say this, and your reward shall be great, and you shall be the children of the highest. Now look at this part. For he, God, is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. So next time somebody's un, uh, just straight up unkind to you, you're still called to be kind to them. If they are malicious, dirty, cynical, narcissistic, and selfish, God says, hey, I'm, I'm good to the unthankful and to the evil. To those morally corrupt people, I'm still good to them. And by the way, such were some of us. Isn't that right? Remember who we, listen to this, were. I'm not, I'm not what I used to be. I'm a born again child of the king. And he says right here, he says, I want you to be kind to the unthankful and to the evil. And he says, he says, you'll be children of the highest. That's how people can tell you're children of the highest. He says, Therefore, merciful as your father also is merciful. Verse 37 and 38, he says, Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Now, I ask myself the question, Lord, why did you put that in there? It's, it's like this whole proactive spirit of, of I want you to be kind, I want you to be loving, I want you to do good, and I don't want it to be based on your circumstances, and it's all about having this open spirit of generosity that flows from the throne of God through your heart. I want that to be who you are, and then he says, by the way, I don't want you to walk around judging people. 
Now, this is, and I ask myself the question, are you saying what a lot of people try to do to censor us as Christians? Remember, they quote the verse, judge not thee, be not judged, in a, in, in a way to kind of deflect any, any measure of truth that comes upon them to hold them accountable. But that's not what Jesus is getting at. What he's saying is this, I don't want your spirit to close down when you see people doing things that are not right in your eyes. I want your spirit to stay open. You, so your spirit is like a light switch. The grace of God that flows inside of you, whenever you start hating those that hate you, you're unkind to those who are unkind to you. Whenever you start treating them the way they're treating you, the grace of God gets quenched inside of you. All of a sudden you get grieved, then you get quenched, and now you no longer, your light's not flowing. You're walking in darkness, blind leading the blind, and you're just like the natural man watch, walking in the flesh. So what Jesus is trying to do is he's saying, listen, I don't want you to walk around being critical and cynical of people because it's gonna shut your spirit down. It's gonna close you down and then you will behave just like them. Now your character will be determined by their behavior. I don't want that to be you. So he says, I want you not to judge them. I want you not to condemn them. I want you to, to have your spirit open forgiving them. And he goes on to say this, forgive and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together. And running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet, with all it shall be measured to you again. See, it's all about who you are inside. Sometimes in our marriages, okay, well, she's not, she's not respecting me. Bless God, woman, you ain't gonna get the, the, the love from me if you're not respecting me. That's wrong. Now my spirit and attitude just shut down based on her performance. Now I'm not living in gospel Christianity. I'm living in legalism and Phariseeism and hedonism and every other ism you want to throw on it. My behavior is not determined by my wife's behavior, not determined by my kid's behavior. It's, my behavior is governed by the character that I have and the call I have and the command I have from God. See, this keeps you living and walking in liberty. You can love and not be loved. You can forgive and not be forgiven by others because it's about who you are. When we truly get this, you, listen, this is, then you'll be finally be able to say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Yes, the weapon will be formed, but it shall not prosper because of who I am in Christ. Unstoppable, invincible, on my way to glory. Bring it. I will resist the devil. I will push him back in the name of Jesus Christ. I'll hone myself to God, and I will walk in the Spirit. So my three simple points, and I'm wrapping this thing up, Amen. Fastest message preached, amen, glory. Number one, it's about who you are. We are Christians. We're born again. We were without, at one time, outside of Christ, aliens of the commonwealth of Israel. But we're grafted in. Now the power of God is inside of us. We have the power to love those that are unlovely, to be kind to those who are unkind to us. It's not based on their performance. It's about who we are, identity. Number two, it's about how you are. It's our character. You see, forgiven people forgive people. Blessed people bless people. People who have received mercy from God, they're merciful to others. Can you see it? It flows from the spirit of God out to others. It's not based on anybody. That's why your circumstances do not determine your spiritual uh, 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 you know, economy in your heart. It's about God. And, and when you think about this, my character in Christ, if I'm in the spirit, I'm walking in the spirit, I will bless people that are hurting me. I will be merciful when somebody cuts me off and hates on me. 
And this is, I've been challenged with it. I don't have time to go into a lot of illustrations, but whenever I feel like someone's trying to one-up me, one-up on me or negotiate out me and hurt me or, or hurt the church or hurt my family, I'm tempted to get like them and bolster up and be like, oh yeah, let me show you another verse, right? <laughs> Blessed be the Lord that teacheth my fingers to fight and my hands to war, you know? <laughs> but then I, but my spirit, it gets angry and then it goes too long and it, the sun goes down upon my wrath and before you know it, now I'm entering into sin. I start praying the imprecatory prayer down on people and it shuts down my spirit and now every time I see that person, I'm hating on them and I'm grinding on them and now I have no spiritual flow inside of me. So I have to back up and say, okay, Lord, what'd you tell me to do again? Oh, that's right. You said, he said to me, he said, son, if you call me Lord, Lord, and you don't do the things I say, that's not how this thing shakes out. So what I'm calling you to do is to pray. I'm calling you to love. I'm calling you to forgive. Don't you act like you're my son. Don't you act like you're my child and not do what I tell you to do. And that's the exact context. And so I say, okay, Lord, I'm gonna pray. And when I start praying for those people, oh, my spirit opens up. It activates that grace start flowing through me. And then number three, it's about why you are. Why? You think about this. How many of you ever give just to get? To get? Come on. I, I'm going to go ahead and so. Now you know I need a hookup. Right? I'm going to go ahead and sow some seeds out, but I need that hookup. I need that blessing. And yes, he does promise it, Malachi 3, but I found this. If, if my service is not rooted in grace giving and rooted in being forgiven and, and, and activating in the spirit, just serving out and, and going out because of who I am in Christ, if it all of a sudden becomes about what I can get, then I'm gonna get messed up. But if I keep myself understanding, okay, the science of this thing, it's about why we are blessed. We are blessed to be a blessing. And so, Jesus says, you want love, you want kindness, you want sweetness, you want mercy, you want abundance, you want prosperity, you want health. I want you to give it out. I want you to sow it out. And, and as you do that, God says, I, watch what I can do. I'll bring it back so much to you, pressed down, shaken together. I mean, that thing's gonna be so compact and dense and, and strong and so much substance that God's gonna say, here you go. And it's way more than you ever dished out. And while we don't give to get, it's certainly a principle that we see and a natural law of science along with the spiritual connection. You know who I found to be the happiest people? People that are doing this. Doesn't matter the age, doesn't matter the maturity, doesn't even matter how much Bible knowledge you have. If you will walk around and love people, pray for people, bless people, forgive people, help people, give to people, God will bless your spirit so much and you'll feel it. And it doesn't matter what's happening. Coronavirus, no coronavirus. Job, no job. None of these things move me. God will fill you and bless you in such a way when you treat others, and I'll close with this. However you treat others is how you're treating yourself and your God. So if you're starting to get down on yourself, you'll start getting down on others. But if you start magnifying the Lord and being thankful and grateful inside your spirit, and you start treating people with sweetness and kindness, the way you're treating others is a manifestation of what's taking place inside the heart. That's why you keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Amen? Thank you so much for listening to this message. If you would like further information about our church, please visit Moses Lake Baptist Church. Dot com.